Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. That was absolutely jaw-quakingly heavy. Yes, indeed, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast, and you were just listening to Peasant to a King and their track from last year called Selfish. Um, the lads are certainly um, building up to something unique and extremely heavy. Well, according to James, who got in contact with me, um, he said it's going to be heavy as fuck. There was also, um, Cowardice has been confirmed as a new title as well. So hopefully this EP will be out by the lads um, this year. So those that don't know too much about Peasant to a King, they were formed in 2016 and they released their debut EP, Senatus. And that EP was recorded with Josh Robinson up in JSR Audio, who's no stranger to the listeners on the show. Josh has been working with bands since 2008 in Belfast. So Josh uses his own experience as an audio engineer and a recording artist to develop close relationships with artists to make the process enjoyable and ensure the finished product showcases them at their best. Josh was involved with the new single, uh, Selfish. So I'm presuming that he will oversee the new EP as well. At a guess, um, why change a good thing? So that was Peasant to a King. Check out all their stuff on Bandcamp and Facebook and the usual social media sites. And uh, shout out uh, to James, Ben, Evan and Steve of the band. Thanks for the song, lads. Okay, next up is something that's been going on in the last week or so um, on social media and through Facebook and other stuff. Um, It's something I feel strongly about. And I think most of you have come across the chain posts surrounding male mental health. And I have been tagged on a few posts um, to put up a picture, etc. Shout out to Timmy and Tony Boyle. But I'm just going to use this medium instead to talk a small bit about it. Um, There was two other people that put up great posts. Instead of um, putting up pictures, they they gave their take on it. And um, I'm sure Evan of Worn Out won't mind me name dropping him and thanking him for sharing his perspective on it. From my own perspective, I am so lucky. Um, to have a fantastic wife and kids that keep me sane and they're always there I can always chat to every one of them and we do have um, a really close bond so for that alone it's a huge thing for me as you can imagine I also have a great network of friends and we regularly now have taken up to messaging each other um, through video chats and it is a huge huge positive for all of us i think we all get something great out of it because it's we 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 always see each other we're always going to gigs and all that has stopped now so it's just great to chat to everybody on um, the likes of messenger and see how everybody is doing and so stuff like that is fantastic um keeps us keeps us all going in this shitty time and it is a shitty time um none of us are used to this um i never thought i'd see it in my own lifetime certainly and um i think it's 
mental health is is an ongoing issue you know with all of us to some degree and um, we're all certainly aware of it and um the likes of these chain posts coming up um are a reminder to just reach out to other people and to check out see how they're doing um and you know we'll try and get through this together um so if you feel like evan said that you need to go further and speak to professionals or or you're not comfortable talking to maybe a wife a partner or a friend um check out my mind and uh, they offer affordable hsc supported counseling and therapy um, with specifically discounted rates for the unwaged and unemployed and you can find them check their services and donate to their ongoing running costs at www.mymind.org and if you need to speak to someone immediately contact peter house on 1-800-247-247 or alternatively um, the samaritans offer a great service on 116123 so just try to stay positive people and you know don't be afraid to reach out to any of those services or to um to a close friend so that's it um i'm going to play some music next for me music is the biggest therapy of the lot this is words that burn and they got some great news last week and they've signed up with empire music so this track is Dead Grip. I'm gonna be a king way down to be a slave in the cows! So chaotic, so fanatical I think I'm 
control. Crushed by the weight of the world, we plummet into madness. Madness. I got this fire inside that keeps me alive. I'm not going back where the sun doesn't shine. This fire inside, this will to survive. I'm done with this damn wish. I'm done. This is my last chance to lead a good life. This was my last breath. indeed that was words that burn with dead grip which was released on the 28th of february and if you haven't seen the lyrical video check it out it's by andy pilkington at vert metal art and of course that whole album um, was recorded and mixed again by josh sid robinson at jsr audio in belfast and the track was mastered by ermin Hamadovich in Systematic Productions in Melbourne in Australia. Uh, so that's a cool little bit of info there. A lot of bands actually are um, going outside Ireland to get mixes done. So interesting that they did. Uh, if you don't know too much about Words That Burn, they're an alternative metal band from Dundalk. And they've been together since 2013. So Ronnie's on vocals, Jura's on bass, Jason is on drums, and Shane is on guitar. So their first um, release um, was 2013, which was an EP called Pray. They released an album to follow that then, which was Regret for the Dead in 2015, and they recorded that in Italy. And their latest album is Pyres, which has got fantastic reviews all last year. Um, in relation to the title of the band, Words That Burn, um, it's an interesting little story that Ronnie the singer and his dad were talking about a poet called Christiana Rossetti one day and he said he had a book with some of her work in it and he came across the name Words That Burn in the book and the rest is history. In relation to Words That Burn and 
tours, according to the lads, plans are already in the mix for a lot of shows towards the end of 2020. So stay tuned and keep an eye on all their social media posts. Um, they're very good at putting posts up every every week. And thanks again to the lads for giving me this song. Moving on to Elder Druid, my pals up in the north. They got great news. The vinyl has arrived. Jake put up a post. He said, despite the chaos of the world right now, our beautiful records have arrived safe and sound. They look and sound incredible. Delighted to finally have some of our music on 12-inch after all this time working towards it. Special thanks to Maroos. Lemondowski for the exceptional artwork, which we'll never grow tired of, and to Dupleon for the fantastic job on the vinyl pressing. All pre-orders and bundles will be posted out in the next couple of days. All long-sleeve orders, which I have purchased one of, have been posted today. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to getting that. And they said to thank everybody for their patience and support. And if you haven't ordered them already, you can get them on their Bandcamp page which has both the album and all the rest of their merch. Rory O'Bognell has a new album out as well. Shout out to Rory. It's called Parish Law and it's finished. The details um, will follow. So keep an eye on Rory's Facebook page there um, for that. Uh, Congratulations to Rory. That's great news. Also, Emgla are going to return to Ireland alongside Morda Stigmata and Martua Ora in October. So you can see him in the Limelight Belfast on the 29th and the Voodoo Lounge Dublin on the 30th of October. And that is going to be, yeah, the tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. courtesy of DME. And I'd imagine James in Distortion is involved with that as well. DME just said that um, nice to see a lot of positivity with the Emgla announcement and got to get on with it and not accept defeat right now. There's lots of other good shows still to be announced later this year and beyond. They also said that the Wardruna show originally scheduled for June the 5th will now take place on April the 18th, 2021. Bad Reputation landed some great news as well. With Destruction rescheduled, they'll now hit Dolan's in Limerick on December the 4th, which I am off for, which was great. And Voodoo Lounge Dublin on the 5th. Existing Dublin tickets remain valid and tickets go back on sale for both shows this Friday at 10 a.m. The Belfast show is cancelled and refunds will be available from point of purchase. Suicidal Angels were also on that show, but they are unable to do the new dates and are replaced by Warbringer alongside Chris X and Domination Incorporated. Um, We'll go for another bit of music. And then I have the interview coming up with Andy Clark of The Crawling. Okay, this next act coming up are So Much For The Sun. I had the privilege of seeing them live at the Elder Druid launch where they played with Nomadic Rituals as well. Um, really cool, really good stoner three-piece. Ashley is on drums, Niall is on bass, and Nathan is on guitar, and they're from Lisbon. So they released their new album. It's called Face the Dark, and it's their second one, and it is available on Bandcamp. 
at the moment there's um physical copies and t-shirts there that was recorded and mixed by ashley irwin the band's drummer at inca studios lisburn and mastered by brad boatwright at audio siege so this is another uh, band that kind of went outside of uh, the uk and europe and used audio siege who are an independent audio and music production studio located in the heart of Portland in Oregon. Uh, they've worked with the likes of Sleep, High on Fire and Modern Life is War and, of course, one of my favourite bands, Nails. You'll get the irony of that one. Uh, just talk to Jack and Evan there. So the artwork um, was by Jill Anderson and, you know, on this show we love acknowledging fantastic art and... This is um, another great piece of work by Jill. Like everybody else now, uh, so much for their son are suffering and they had to postpone the launch party. The new album, as I said, was released on the 3rd of April and it's got five tracks on it. It's There's First Light, Face the Dark, Carmilla's Embrace, which is what you're about to hear, uh, Blind to See and Draped in Ash. Here's the new song. Um, I hope you enjoy it.
got a tune. Congratulations, lads. That is super. I'm hearing so many great influences there right through that song. And uh, lads, you know, you, you definitely nailed it on that one. It's So Much For The Sun. Check out their stuff on Bandcamp, on Facebook. And the new album is called Face The Dark. Right. Up now to our interview with Andy Clark in the virtual bar. Um, this whole interview with Andy has been filmed, so it is available on YouTube. So the Metal Cell Studios on YouTube, check that out if you want to see a visual along with the audio. Over to Andy. Andy Clark of The Crawling. How are you, my friend? I'm very well. Good evening. Thanks for uh, having me on. Affects my camera. Yeah, so um, I can actually put this on YouTube as well. So it looks like you're enjoying yourself in a beautiful bar. I am. I'm, I see this is uh, the Cardan in Lisburn, allegedly. No, no, you have um, to put Costa but, in front of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Costa so, uh, de Lisbon. Yeah. It's Lisbon City, no less. So yeah, I'm enjoying a, a, a real beer and a fake bar. It's great. Yeah, um, I hope that's not Bud Light, is it? No, not tonight. Monte Carlsberg tonight. Ah, there you go, there you go. Cool. So how the hell are you, man? Fucking, I was really looking forward to talking to you. Last time I saw yeah. you was at Urban Assault. Yes, it would have been. It was. It was, uh, it was a good day. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. It was, it was um, a, definitely very, very good. It was a brilliant day, man. Fucking hell. Um, great to see you staying down. Like, you were well-repped there as well. Like, there was, I don't know, how many, was it three or four, but at least... Yeah, there was four bands from Northern Ireland down, I think, weren't there? Yeah, it's Guy Pilot, Lockhorns, Rupturation, and, and ourselves. Yeah. I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, four. So, um, yeah, and no, it was very good. It was, it was a nice, it was actually a very nice, just sort of easy day out. Um, it was an easy day out, yeah. Yeah, sometimes when you get those mega stacked bills, it can be fucking chaos. Yeah. You know, fucking cars, amps everywhere, and people everywhere, and merch everywhere, so... Um, but it was it was really well managed, and it really was just like a night out for us, you know. We were it was, on at yeah. six o'clock or something, so we got to kind of play, get all this. We had to get all this stuff out anyway, you know, because of the size of the base and room. And then once everything was put away, it was like, yeah, just have beers and chill out and hang with people. So it was um, it was very cool. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, because I mean, I was just interested in your opinion of this. Um, first of all, actually, I'll just ask you, who do you think? Um, give me your top three bands of the day. Because you, you were in early. You saw a lot of them anyway. Yeah, I usually try and get down as early as I can to catch as many bands as I can. Um, I definitely Voices. Um, I, I just thought they were absolutely fucking brilliant. Like, that's, um, I was very excited to hear they were playing it. So they were definitely my number one. Yeah. Um, after that, probably Lockhorns. Um, nothing to do with being from Belfast. Um, <laughs> but I just think that they are exceptionally tight. And the tones are absolutely flat out like you know it's they really have mastered their live sound you know yeah. ferocious um, sound yeah they're also good at what they do you know what i mean and it's just like i say it's just mastered their sounds it's just fantastic singers always on point the guitar sounds are fantastic they play really well yeah and you can see they're starting to get their set delivery just just yeah everything's just starting to really come together for lockhorn so i thought they were fantastic yeah and um, another band um Somewhere between Zila Cult and who else? Dog Tired, probably. Ah, yeah. yeah. Dog, Dog Tired was unbelievable. Put on, like, um, but I do Zila Cult would be more of my type of music. 
Okay. And I just think your guys' vocals are absolutely fucking perfect. You know, yeah. so that's what sort of music. <laughs> it's just a, a do Shout out to really, Jay. Yeah, 90s sort of death metal, but you know, not a not so much a classic death metal sound. It just it's that it's that dark edge that death metal had back yeah, in the 90s. Back in the day, they managed to capture that really, really well. And they um, played without so a bassist as well. Yeah, I know, which is great because nobody wants those in their lives. Like, they're <laughs> fucking useless. <laughs> what are you joking, Stu? I love you. We love you, Stu. Don't worry. Um, I would say, because um, I was watching, Jesus, like, did you play before a sect or after a sect? Can you remember? Uh, I think we were, uh, I think we were after them, perhaps. I think I missed them because we were either getting ready or tidying up. Can't remember which. Yeah, I think actually you might have played before them because, um, dog. Uh, yeah, dog tired played, and then you, I think it was ye. Yeah, either way, anyway. I mean, just the trilogy there of dog tired yourself and a sect for me were fantastic. It was just like holy shit, this is so fucking good, man. You know, because yeah. I mean, much. yeah, because you did step up to the plate because. Even watching you, I mean, you know, because I've seen you now, thankfully, um, a good few times, and they were all kind <laughs> of, they were all within two to three months. Usually, you have to wait around six months to see, you know. Yeah. So I was able to compare um, both your performances as a band, you know, and I yeah. says, "Fucking hell, you were really fucking up for it at Urban Assault." <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, I'm glad. Yeah, and, uh, we obviously band the builds like that. You know, all the bands are absolutely brilliant anyway, and a lot of them are from the area, which means people know who they are and they have a bigger following. So you have to make sure you're absolutely as good as you can be to um, play alongside those sort of bands. You know, so um, yeah, right. we put a bit of work into it and rehearsed a bit more. As well, we've always rehearsed anyway, but we have been working on new material, so we sort of had to go back and actually like, okay, I need to play these tracks and get the set sort of tightened up again you know and would you always kind of look Andy at trying to convert another few neutrals we'll say at the venue are you are you conscious of that um I don't know I mean you're sort of you're always going to you're always trying to play as best as you can to get across you know the music that we're doing and the atmosphere and the emotion of what we're trying to convey so you're I'm always trying to do that anyway um I don't think I'm definitely trying to convert people, um, but certainly you want to put it across as perfectly as it can be, so mm. that if people are even half open to it, they're they're going to lift, they're going to grab onto it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about the drunken dude? So, <laughs> which one? <laughs> there was a few, but yeah, drunken dude was uh, very drunk. Yeah, um, he tried to put like I think he had, like he could be listening to the podcast, so fuck it. <laughs> he tried he tried to put his fucking hat on so many people now don't think you're yeah. you were getting the special treatment because yeah. dog tired um what was he fucking doing for dog tired oh yeah i think he was licking his nipples or something or tweaking his nipples yeah. um oh, oh yeah he was he was rubbing his nipple up against uh i think it was luke's guitar <laughs> and, why wouldn't you do that yeah and then uh, um, yeah, I mean, then was, he was uh, trying to he was trying to put he was trying to put his hat then on your head and Andy yes, being sir. fucking, you were so intense fucking going. And I could just kind of go, how is Andy kind of going? Oh, I want to fucking kick him or move him around the way, you know? But like you, you, you maintained your focus, man, because you're a professional. 
Yeah, well, to be to be brutally honest, um, I don't think Stuart always feels the same way as I do about these people, but I, I honestly don't care. Um, no. As long as it doesn't interfere with physically what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't want somebody annoying me the whole way through the gig, but an isolated drunk person, you know, in a bar at that time of night, it's like, do you know what? It's it's heavy metal. It's it's gonna be. It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no barriers. There's no security. Yeah. You know, you're playing practically on the floor. It's it's an underground extreme metal show. You know, you get extreme people, and that's just part of it. And <laughs> it generally doesn't worry me. You know, I don't I've know had what... from a pedal board, and I've had fucking I've been pulled over, and people reach out and snap strings, and it's like, and oh, you just I... learn how how close to get the people. Did that you know, actually happen to you? Yeah, yeah, I had a guy just sitting trying to strum it and then I went to move back and I just let it go too long and he actually grabbed the string and it basically snapped the string. Fuck. So it's, okay. it's like, that was a long time ago, but you know, as I say, that sort of stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but the more, the more I played and obviously the older I get, I realize um, kind of how long you can let that stuff go before they're going to do something really stupid and ruin the, the gig for everybody. Um, so trying to yeah. put a hat in my head, it's like, yeah, okay, you get a couple of minutes, something, I'm going to move out of his way, and I knew rightly somebody somewhere along the line is going to come up and go, all right, big lad, come with me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> we, we've but, tried that a few times with different people up there um, for the Paranoid Beast one, the Ritual of the Evil Eye. You played that, wasn't it? Yes, the last yes, time I saw And of course, again, you had this drunken guy up there again, um, but he wanted us torment, like he didn't torment. Yeah, as much as this dude did. But ironically enough, I was thinking, yeah, this guy's wasted at six o'clock. But I'm not joking you. Um, yeah, just before Zevit Cult, he was still up at the bar, fucking getting another pint of Beamish. <laughs> and he looked yeah. fucking in better condition than I did at that stage. Yeah, that's it. They're, they're hardcore people, like, you know. So, no, it's fine. But I know that um, Stuart gets totally paranoid when there's people on the arm with pints over the paddle board. And he's just okay. like, fuck, get away from my gear, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but he, he cares for stuff way more, way better than I do. <laughs> but it was nice. Yeah. It was a real kind of um, easygoing atmosphere that day. Because, um, I mean, I was sitting yeah. down with the, with the Sky Pilot guys afterwards, having beers and having the crack. I mean, you were going around the place, you know, with the camera, you know, having beers, ha- chatting to everybody. Like, it was just a really, really yeah. great festival, you know? No, all it was day great. Fest- it was just, definitely was. Just, it was just a nice environment, nice bunch of people. Everyone knew what they were doing. There didn't seem to be any really big hassles, you know. No. So, um, yeah, I just, I just find it really straightforward, you know. Yeah. Which so is nice because there's, there's the potential for them to be an absolute ball ache <laughs> when there are that many bands and so much gear and all that sort of stuff. Like, But I think it's to credit the organizers picking bands that they know we're going to be here properly and do the job. And, you know. True, yeah. Um, how did you do that day for merchandising? Can you remember? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly. Um, it was pretty good. You know, 10, 10 t-shirts or something got, and a few CDs and a few button badges. I remember that. So a lot of the we have metal. Remember the old metal pewter badges yeah. you put in leather jacket, the metal pins. Oh, I sold right. a lot of those. Okay. Um, which was peculiar. We maybe did um, ten. Yeah, I think it was about ten of those, which was weird in a few patches. So it was good. It was enough to cover a lot of the expenses, which is always the main Good. thing. Yeah, because I mean, I got um, I got a T-shirt because I'm such a fanboy. I got a T-shirt, an enamel, an enamel um, pin, a big one. That's Good. fucking beautiful. I haven't had a chance to wear that yet, obviously. And yeah. of course, the fucking beanie hat as well. I think everybody in Ireland has a beanie hat. <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're nice though. You know what I mean? They're I like the kind of, you know, you kind of get ones. You, 
did you get actually, because remember you kind of asked, um, there's a beanie hat and there's another fucking kind of fold up one. Did you get? Yeah, there's like a, they call it a cuffed one and then the pull down. Yeah, so, did you, you didn't go with the cuffed ones, no? No, we did, we got both. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Skypilot had the cuffed ones, I think. Yeah, we did a poll on, um, on Instagram or Facebook or something like that, so whatever we wanted. And there was quite a few responses, so I just thought, yeah, do you know what, let's just order a hundred of the things and just see what happens. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I practically sold out overnight, so it was just like, Jesus. Mm, okay. That's fucking cool, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was brilliant. So we were able to get a whole nother run done. So we've still enough inventory left for the rest of the the year. Come probably come the winter again, you know. Yeah, would you think of going for the peak tats? No. And we did them before, but I only I got a little number of like twenty, and they sold, but there wasn't a lot of traction in them to be honest. Okay. Um. So I think it was a couple of guys actually emailed me and were like, "Oh, any chance you could do caps?" And it was like, "Oh, since you've asked, okay." Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And that's to your credit as well. They are. And in our sort of genre, I don't, I'm not really sure. The guys that asked me are sort of into like the slam thing, where the, everyone seems to wear caps. Mm. Um, so, Which is yeah, I I just, like I, well, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's really in the. I don't know. Like I say, ten or twenty was enough. Yeah, and um, is there much of a price difference between those peaked hats and the pull down hats? No, off the um, off the top of your head. Yeah, the, the peaked hats are really there. Was sort of yeah. just basically sold those at cost but we're, we're only getting 20 done until you're going into big numbers you know you can you can charge that you can charge slightly less and get more than done and get a yeah. better markup on them you know whereas yeah. likes the caps we just made no money on them if you had to post them you were losing money okay there you go how the fuck do you post them like yeah it's true yeah well it's just but then you post anything certainly outside the uk it's you're just it's just money away like you know um we've had yeah. a big upsurge in our sales this last six months and We've really kind of had to suck it up on the postage because if you charge the real postage, you just you just couldn't you just couldn't sell the stuff. Mm. You know, it's so dear. So you're relying on the UK sales where the postage is sort of well covered to buffer the Irish stuff and European stuff. Well, um, I was I sent out T-shirts um, of the metal cell. I don't know, just see them, the white ones, and um, it was only two euros fifty for um, to send the T-shirt. You know, which was dirt cheap because they and fit in. Yeah, was that within, where was your East to Ireland? Yeah, just the Republic, like just yeah. around the place. Have you sent any to the UK? How much, much is that, do you know? Nah, I have no fans over there. <laughs> yeah, well, even Northern Ireland. I don't know, man. I'm any, yeah, yeah, I want, yeah, they probably would probably charge a bit more, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just. The likes of even a long sleeve t shirt to send to Dublin is like six. 70 i think yes and um, we're asked to send it inside the uk's 250 yes and you know? that and that brings me on nicely because um during this during this downtime um i've been actively encouraging people naturally if they can to buy merch um especially since you're not since we're not going to fucking pubs but sure everybody is drinking like fuck, anyway. <laughs> drinking like fuck at home you know um know. so my latest purchases was I got the Zahora um, T-shirt and CD. Um, I Jesus, I bought um, a crawling hoodie last night. Yeah, really? Yes, yes. Is that you? Yes, that's fucking me. Oh yeah. Oh yes, I did see that. Oh, of course. Yeah, I don't think I knew your surname. I'm not good right now. I can tell everyone where you live right now. <laughs> yes. Nice moves. 
Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Cool. So I splurged on that. That's the most expensive thing I bought, actually. Um, but then, yeah. Um, then underneath that was I got the long sleeved um, Elder Druid top. Did you see that? Yep, that's very good. Yeah, it's fucking expensive, though, man. <laughs> you know that was uh, that was another treat, and um, I got my <laughs> ze- zealot cold patches then as well. Cold patches are nice. I like those. And they were re- they were they were they were really reasonable as well. So that's my um, splurging. That's my savings from not going to the bar. Yeah, I know it's um, it's good. It's good that you're spending that much money. That's uh, that's very impressive, mate. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've had we've had a, like a slight surge of orders over the last week or so, and um, I do all our stuff sort of print the labels online via Royal Mail, parcel it up, and then stick in the post box. And I was actually going to do yours with a few other ones in. Um, and I went to go on the Royal Mail to do it, and they've closed it down. And that's like, shit. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to justify going to the post office right now to post the t shirt when you're yeah. supposed to be staying inside and all that stuff. Whereas I could print it out at home, stick it in the post box on my daily exercise, and that was all fine. Yeah, that's so, interesting, but, actually, because Jake was in the same position from Elder Jude because yeah. not only has he t-shirts and stuff to send on i'm not sure but is that vinyl release that's nearly yeah. here isn't it i'm sure they're vinyls i'm not sure if it's here but it's certainly about to go and yeah that'll be a nightmare because you have to go to the post office with vinyl. yeah yes exactly you know? yeah and god knows um, what i know the cost. yeah i mean i can stuff a hoodie and a couple of wide mouth post boxes that i go to because i know i can stuff a hoodie into it um but if i can't print the fucking postage labels out i'm screwed so I'm hoping the Royal Mail are going to get their ass together and put it back online. Oh, wait. Oh, she's back. It's all right. You're sort of. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because I have a couple of CDs for Netherlands and something else to go to Belfast and a few other ones. So put, put, in it, put in a nice surprise for me too. <laughs> oh, well, nothing. <laughs> Fresh air. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that- I know. Yeah, so I've been busy um, because I can't go to the pub now. I have um, this lazy spa tent. Um, we got it last year. And um, yeah, so I put it up outside and um, we lit a fireball and stuff. So it was really nice. But I'm just thinking the whole time, this should be a fucking bar. This should be a bar. So I got um, used, <laughs> used everything in the house. I mean, Ruben had this plastic carpet, for a better word, but all these kind of cool mm-hmm. designs. And it, it's, it works outdoors as well as indoors. So he was there looking at me going, Dad, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm taking your carpet, son. It's for a good cause. So there's two of those carpets now outside in the marquee. Um, Helen raided um, Cork Airport around three years ago because they were selling all their old stuff and putting in new furniture so we have a bar an actual kind of um, bar table high bar high stools bar the whole lot so that's gone out there now as well and the two girls the two girls are out there now and i have um i don't know can you remember back the apple speakers they were kind of like a large tablet and you put your ipod into it can you remember that oh vaguely Uh, i get the idea but yeah, they they were Sony Apple speakers, and they, you know, fuck it, they were they cost a fortune back in the day. But you, your iPad will just sit into it, so I have that uh, blasting outside as well. 
that's what I've been doing. I've built this lovely bar outside there now. It's kind of just something to fucking make you feel that. Oh, no. Well, uh, I've stayed, man. What have I built? I built a greenhouse the other week. Did you? Um, cool. Nothing to do with me. I'm no more interested. Um, <laughs> the wife, Carrie, was very interested in gardening. So I built our greenhouse. Then a barbecue arrived, smoker thing. So I built that. And then I have a shed to build tomorrow. But it's all for the greater heavy metal good. Because if I get the shed built, I can fill it with shit out of the downstairs go. of my house. And then I can move my studio from in my tiny, tiny little office and a bigger room in the house and um, give me a bit more space to do more heavy metal stuff. And then move all the shit into the shed, is it? Basically, yes. Okay, cool. Cool. The shit's going into the shed and I just tell him in the house with all the expensive stuff. And like you're, you, you obviously have a, a, a bit of a back garden to work with, have you, yeah? Yeah, I know we have a good, because we're, we're on a gable end, so we have like the sort of back garden bit and then it goes right around the side. So it's so it's isolated enough for you know a housing area, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> well, but that's important yeah, too. Um, yeah, no, it is good. I'm totally lost with the garden now, definitely at the minute. We're not too bad. We're in the middle of the countryside anyway, so we can kind of just get out and I have a field behind me. Um, not that I've gone up yeah. there yet, but um, yeah, so the marquee is important. But uh, you know what? What do you do like if you're in an apartment? You know, fucking hell. I know. I was thinking, but I have a friends live in an apartment and it's just like I mean it's it's just a sale, you know. You can't even step outside for a minute and come back in, you know. Um so yeah, I don't know how people are doing that and I still um have to go to my part time full time job that pays for all my heavy metal. Mm. Um so because I'm still going to work and stuff like that, it's not as difficult for me, I don't think, you know. Right. Uh, there's a lot of normality in my life still, you know, you throughout s- this. So people don't know um, what you do, Andy. Are you comfortable with telling telling people what you do? Yeah, no, I work for the NHS, so um, work in the ambulances, so um, paramedic. So yeah, so yeah, get a lot of that respect. So, and work, fair play. Work, work, works works continuing. <laughs> yeah, and you were supposed to go away in holidays this this week, was it? Yeah, with a few things planned. Um, we're supposed to go to Fort Aventura for a short break, so obviously that fell in ours and. Yeah. Um, Carrie's 40th coming up, so big holiday plan for Egypt, and it looks like that's not going to happen either. No way, um, Egypt. When when was that? Uh, well, it's supposed to be not, not until June, but with the whole work thing, the way it's going, it's like uh, you don't know, don't know. what's going to happen. Like, yeah, I know. was in I was in Egypt um, when it was on fire. Can you remember that? Um, I think it was called the Brotherhood tried to do a coup. Yeah, that was, a, that was what was a big thing. That wasn't the BlackBerry phones was a big thing, and WhatsApp would just broke at that point. They were all using WhatsApp to kill each other or something. Can't remember. Yeah, um, it was mental because we were in Dublin Airport and Sky News had it that basically Cairo was on fire, and um, yeah. we were just going. Well, we were going to Sharma El Sharma El Sheikh. So um, <laughs> as Ruben saying, by my fans, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so that was safe, and we were reassured it was safe. But, you know, you just don't know. But when we went out there, anyway, it was really secure and everything was cool, you know. Um, worked out really well in the end. It was a fantastic holiday. And, like, when we landed, it was just pure security everywhere, army everywhere. So, yeah. I know, it's the sort of military security they have around that area as well. It was a bit unnerving, too, especially the first time you go. Yeah, you know. and, and have you haven't been there before, no? Uh, this was my seventh time going to Egypt, I think. Oh, okay. so 
Yeah, done a done a done a right few times in Egypt. Really, really like it. Yeah, uh, I think I think they suffered badly, kind of when um, when that uh, airplane was bombed, because a lot of their because yeah. a lot of their um, tourists were Russians. Yeah, it was Sharma Sheikh just came to Sharma Sheikh died, you know, a week after that happened. We were actually supposed to go out there um, that week, and I think it was two days before our flight was due to go. The British government finally decided, no, no one, no one's going. Right. And uh, we do we do a lot of scuba diving in Egypt, and I have a friend who's got a dive school out there. Um, within two or three weeks, he was unemployed. This and had to fucking hell. There's nothing left in Sharma Sheikh now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's sad, man. Um, I was talking to... Have you been using FaceTime much to stay in contact with all your buddies and stuff? Um, not really. A little wee bit. I was my friend's 40th the other day, so five or six of us all got involved and did the, the Zoom thing to wish her a happy 40th. So that was the sort of really only bit I've done. Another mate of mine was doing the WhatsApp guitar lesson type thing, so he, he did a practice run on me. So... Okay, um, I want to talk to you as well about um, the tab um, thing you did with the guitar. Um, congr- that was yes. Not many bands. I know it must have been a pain to hold for you, but not many bands. <laughs> not many awful. bands. Think of doing it first of all, man. And you know, fair fucks to you. Just talk us through. <laughs> I can see by your reaction. Go on, on. Yeah, it's one of those things. You sort of because obviously every band at the minute is. I mean, they're totally hogtied as to what we can do. Um, and you're you're trying to appreciate the gravity of the global thing. You know, it's a really serious situation we're all in. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to let, you know, all the work you've done as a band completely fall to pieces. Yeah. So we're just trying to think about what I could do. And initially, we were going to do the live sort of band rehearsal type thing. But then the social distancing thing came in. Yeah, and it was like, right, okay, we can't do that in good faith. It's irresponsible to practice and stuff, you know. Um, so I just, I just thought, okay, let's put it out to Instagram and Facebook and that stuff. The tabs thing comes up has come up before. People were looking okay. tabs, particularly the right to crawl. Um, so I thought about the tab thing, then I thought playthroughs, and then I thought, could I combine it maybe? So yes, I shot actually. the video. Yeah, so we shot the video and then a friend of Adrian Crozier uh, did the tabs for me in Guitar Pro, which apparently, I don't use it, but apparently it's the sort of go-to for people that play guitar, like to use Guitar this guitar Pro something, whatever it's called. You still haven't the figured tab. that name out. <laughs> yeah, no, I've no, I've no idea. I don't, I don't learn a lot of people's music, so I don't really, I haven't used tablature in 25 years. So he did that for me and then I sent it to another friend of mine who's a guitar tutor and he was like, oh, you could put that into a scrolling thing and it might sync up with your video and it was like that sounds like a lot of work marty that's that's a brilliant idea so we did it anyway and sent me the scrolling video back of the tabs and then i put it over the top of the video it shot and then just had to sort of jiggle it to keep it on time with the music yeah um, but yeah that took, that took fucking hours <laughs> yeah uh, and it, what, what was the main problem with that just getting the the timing right is it with the rolling yeah, it was just yeah, it was just getting everything synced up, you know, because obviously I had to shoot it myself, the video alone. So uh, I was trying to get the video angles to all look good and look the part. And then obviously trying to get the tablature across the bottom and have a decent size for quality. But you'd also see what it's playing. And then yeah. to get it to scroll with the tempo of the music, you know, and keep it nice and fluid. 
Um, so I got so far with it and just thought, fuck, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's it. It'll do. But it's, it seemed to go down really well. People seem to enjoy it. And um, yeah, yeah. I got a few messages. People thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was. So. I thought it was brilliant and fair play to you. I put it up on Pure Rock Radio in Canada as well. So I saw know. that. So so and then, so somebody did say about um, any chance of getting the bass guitar. So <laughs> we're, we're currently um, trying to find a way because um, obviously Stuart doesn't have access to the same sort of cameras and stuff that I have. Yeah, because um, I do all the video stuff. But um, yeah, well, there's a well, there's a way. So. Expect expect some bass stuff next. Yes, and um, your video you did the other time, or the other night as well on FaceTime, that had a thousand views, man. Up to last yeah, night, yeah. it had a thousand views. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that was interesting. The, I've only done the Facebook Live thing. That's only the second time I've done it. Uh, it's mm. something that I've been meaning to do more of because I know that Facebook um, likes Facebook Live. It will push it out to more people. Um, really, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're just working with. I know people talk about the algorithm and all that shit, but it's really it's what Facebook wants you to do. It wants interactions with people that want to be on live and they're trying to get into video. Okay. So I have I have been trying to do it, but you have to have something to say at the same time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> There's no worries there, man. <laughs> um, well, I know, but it's. You think that until you go to shoot something live and it's just like, what the fuck am I talking about? You know, there's nothing really to say. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, six beers later, I'm quite shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, I think, I think if, if you could have, because um, I just presumed you were going to watch it, watch the live stream back yourself through um, maybe a Logitech, through, through the laptop, so you could see the comments coming through yeah, better, you know? Um, it basically, it wouldn't work. Um, like I say, I need to try and work out how to get that to work. But the, whatever was on the, the phone was doing the recording, which was fine. Yeah, um, which was fine. The computer, yeah. yeah, the computer just wouldn't, it wouldn't update. It was just, mm. it was just bog standard. It wasn't, so I don't know whether to sign in under somebody else so I can see what's happening or how to do that. Yeah, so you can figure it out. A lot of bands are doing it anyway. Um, actually, give the lads from um, Elder Jude a shout, actually, because that, that didn't seem to me to be like a f- on a phone. I could be wrong. Um, no, I have no idea. I don't know. Most bands seem to be just on their phone. I think it's as handy as anything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I couldn't even get the phone to go fucking sideways. It was every time I turned it sideways, it, it, I rotated upside down. It was absolutely <laughs> killing me. I was just like, and I'm usually, I'm usually okay with the technology stuff. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I just, uh, I really struggle with the Facebook Live thing. I did look into using, you know, my mics, um, mirrorless cameras and stuff like that, but you need all sorts of interfaces. And I was just, uh, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Maybe in the future. And do you know what? The iPhone um, cameras are so good now. I just thought, oh, bollocks to it. <laughs> No, it was grand. Yeah. It was just it was just hilarious seeing you squinting to see the comments. I know. I can't see it the best of times. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that's another thing I found out um in the middle of this lockdown. Um my fucking eyesight near is the short sightedness. That's oh, gone yeah, to shit. I know. Disaster. It's like, yes. I know. I, it's the stuff it all is terrible. It was it's the weirdest thing. I was actually um Karen and I were out having lunch one day and I was eating chicken wings and I, I was sitting eating the chicken wings and I got this certain point and it was just like, oh my God, they go blurred. What the, what the hell was wrong with me? I'm just so happy like, you didn't say you hit a fresh air with it. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
you know it was just like i i, I can't see at a you know a certain size now or a certain closeness ah man and, it's a disaster um, isn't it especially for reading books yeah i know i don't read and stuff like that but I, I use my phone a lot and i'm pretty sure it's how i've ruined my eyes anyway um but and i'm also i'm practically deaf as well which doesn't help me so yeah. i can't hear and i can't see it's just like fuck's sake um yeah, I don't know any guitar. Yeah, yeah, I don't know any guitarists that play wearing glasses, unless they're sunglasses, man. Here's no. one for you. <laughs> well, Isan, Emperor. Really? Isan, yeah, Isan wears his glasses now. Ah, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't wear that. He's a, he's he's like myself. He's a more mature gentleman, so he's um sporting yeah. the the man that ties the hair back and yeah has his brown spectacles. That's no, another fucking awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. another fucking problem as well. Hairdressers, man. What the fuck? I'm after ordering a pair of clippers. I had to. <laughs> well, I know I'm still sporting the uh, the long hair thing, so I, nothing's changed. The same. Exactly. My life hasn't changed. Honestly, I mean, everything is still the fucking same. One thing is genuinely is that um, all my gigs have been cancelled. That's yeah. it. I can't, I can't fucking go anywhere. Um, I think Bloodstock will be safe for you. That's just, although. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's going to be the only thing that we're going to have at this rate, you know? Yeah. Which is, I'm totally fucking happy with because Jesus Christ, it'll be a hell of a party, you know? It really will. It will be, yeah. yeah spot because on. August, everyone's going to be ready to go out and they're going to drink the place fucking dry, like you know, and scream the tents down. So I, I can't wait, you know? Yeah. And, um, the Bloodstock are 100 percent behind. It's it's going to happen. Yeah. You know? So I'm Please presuming stop. they know more important things than we do. Well, yeah, it depends on how they behave as a nation, really. That's a bit troubling at the moment, watching. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously the government can pull the plug at any minute, but I would imagine that surely that those sort of big events and organisations kind of have to be told first if there's a chance of it not happening, you know, because yeah. realistically, download was cancelled right in the short push, you know. Yeah, that's true, actually, it's, yeah. It's, far, it's pretty far away. A lot of the other European stuff were cancelled way in advance, so... I'm my thinking is that if, if Bloodstock was going to go, that that have been told by now, um, so which is why I think they're so adamant that it's going to happen. Um, when you was know? download? Was that June or July? June. Okay, well that's understandable then. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah well, I mean, at one point we were thinking May. You know, we had gigs in May, and we were like, we would wait Scottish days at the end of May, and thought there's no point cancelling those. Like it's going to be fine, but they've been cancelled this week. Yeah. You know. And we'll the Belfast show the end of May, and it's probably going to hit the hay as well, like you know. Yeah, and um, that was last. Yeah, that I I I had such a great time when I went up to Belfast, man. I, I actually needed a, a I needed a third night up there. Would you believe? Yeah. Um, and actually, I've got so much for the sun. Um, a song, one of their new cool. songs, actually featured on the show this week. Cool. Good band. Um, Yes, they are a um, great three piece. Um, this, I think, yeah, I think they started off the Elder Jude night, didn't they? They did. They were fucking brilliant. I really enjoyed yeah. them. And Nomadic Rituals was the other one, wasn't it? That's correct, um, yeah. Yeah, that was the best I've seen them. They were fucking fantastic that night. I was yeah. really, really impressed by them. I thought they were cracker. Yeah, you know? they were actually, yeah. And of course, Elder Jude then just wiped the floor with everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're cool bands. Good guys, like. Yeah, um, so so much for the sun. Um, have do you, have you played with them lads before, or do you know them personally? Um, yeah, I think a couple of times. I don't know the guys very well. Um, definitely been on the bill with them a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but no, I don't know the guys very well. I don't know. I don't really know Elder Dread either. Yeah. Um, you just, just um, sort of haven't crossed paths with them a lot, you know? Yeah, strange, isn't it? Because like, I suppose down south, you everybody just presumes you all kind of would know each other because there's such a fucking amazing scene up in Northern Ireland anyway, you know? But yeah. um, I suppose... Well, it just, just depends prob- what just depends what, what bells are playing and who's on them, you know? Um, mm. Even the likes of the Lockhorns guys, we I never really got to know them at all until relatively quite recent, recently. And there's okay. still a couple of guys that I wouldn't know them at all. Yeah. You know? And um, I have to ask you this, have any um, new songs, new ideas brewing? Or um, have you been really busy still? <laughs> no, it's, um, we've, we've just literally started writing the, the new album over the last, just before this all sort of kicked off. So um, we had one song finished, um, one song which started, and I demoed another a third song and I started working a fourth. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's all starting, but I had this year was supposed to be about the live thing. It wasn't, I'm just okay. sort of let the album tick over in the background and but keep the live thing going. And that was going to be my content for the year to keep the band up while yes. I really focused on writing the album for release in 2021. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So that was the master plan, which is obviously <laughs> completely fucking went back to front on me. So now I'm, I don't know if I was chatting to a friend of mine about this today and I don't know. It's, it's just weird. I sort of thought all the this time I would be able to, you know, buckle down and focus on things and write and do this and do that. But there's such a weird vibe. I just feel like I shouldn't be doing it or it's not appropriate to be having fun or I, I don't know. It's just there's no, I don't know, the incentive's not there at the minute. It's, it's just weird. It's that's, definitely strange. That's interesting because I know there's a lot of, um, I was talking to Ronan out of 10 Ton Slug and he said there he's working on, um, a, diff, a, a, a different project to Tent on Slug and he's also he also said as well that like the Slug have like three or four songs and a few more coming so yeah. wouldn't it be great to get an album out of Tent on Slug this year? Oh no I'm forever fucking shouting at Sean to get his shit together it's like <laughs> get your fucking album out behave yourself I'm writing the third album you've no fucking excuse <laughs> You know, because I was, and why it's Sean and I would chat quite a bit, you know, and it's just like, you know, they, they do, they're doing so well and they're yeah. so popular. And I'm no disrespect to them with minimal output, you know, mm. and it's just like, you've got to get your album out. You have to get this album out because it's just going to fucking explode. Yes. You know, um, mm. and sometimes you just got to, done's better than perfect, you know, you just got to do it. Yeah, well, as I said, um, they are working on it. So um, if they got it out this year, decided this year, it'd be fantastic, you know? Yeah. I, know, but, I mean, it's obviously, it's just difficult because I know, I know that they write very differently to what we do. They tend to write all in the room from what I can gather. Um, and if you can't, obviously, at the minute, you, you can't do that. Well, they're going to lose two to three months, perhaps, of writing yeah. time. So, And that just has such a big impact because mm. um, everything gets shunted forward. Um I know people will say like, oh, we're all in it together and all bands are going to be infected, but it's it's really quite irrelevant because you're just going to forget about everyone, you know? Yeah. Um, like there's so many, um, there's so many acts down this side as well that we're all um, going to release, but I don't know what's going to happen. Um, like Baylor have a whole album done, worn out. We're going to do a tour again. They have their EP done as well. Um, so 
you know, there's just so many acts just caught. I know, I feel, I feel absolutely devastated for bands that had albums coming out just as this hit. You know, Draconis's album launch, I think, was... That's right, was yeah. That's like last um, Friday, maybe? Last Friday, yeah, I played one of the tracks on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you know, and that, I know, and I just started on social media enough and followed Draconis, and I, I kind of missed the actual release. You know, you know what it's like. You know, there's so much in social media. And you're probably like we are. You're following so many people, and there's so much information coming, of messages from other bands and other people. And I, I totally missed the Jaconis launch, you know. So, um, yeah, that's that's fucking that's tight because I know how hard we worked for the Wolves launch and how big a show it was, and the whole everything just started after the album came out. And these bands were just losing all that with when you can't play live. Yes, the horrors, man. Zahora's yeah, new yeah. album, unbelievable, uh, fantastic. I don't know, yeah. did you get a chance to listen to it yet? But, um, no, I haven't, I haven't actually. Again, it's, uh, it's just like, I knew it was coming, because I remember the videos and chatting to the guys on you know, Messenger and stuff, and then I kind of just, I just forgot about it, and with social media being this fucking constant wave of information, yeah. everything gets lost in the static, you know? Yes, it's um, more so these days now, because that's... <laughs> Basically, everybody's just turning to it, you know. Fucking WhatsApp, man. Jesus Christ, my phone is just pinging the whole time between WhatsApp and Messenger. Fucking hell, give me a rest. I know. I know. Well, funny, I have actually had to give the social media a set times and try and give it a bit of backseat, you know, when you are trying to do things because it's, it's a massive, massive distraction, you know. Absolutely, uh, yeah. If it's, used, if it's not used correctly, which is very easily done because it's so easy just to sit and zone out and because mm. you know you're, you're four hours down <laughs> you know? yeah 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 just looking at stupid shit you know no i know but i mean cats and monkeys falling over is funny yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you say cats and monkeys because there was there could have been a lot worse there no 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 <laughs> we all know um so look i'm gonna leave you go man um i love That's talking to you um I'm out of beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Huh? Fucking gone. Um, but I will be using this format um, for the next few weeks, Zoom. Um, I've changed the format. I've changed the format of the show as well. So because of this. And um, it's, I think it's actually working out fine. Um, I, yeah, I'm no, at, great. I'm playing more music. Um, oh, fuck it. One more thing. Um, did you see the Irish Metal Pole Awards? I saw some of them. Uh, I did trail through them and it was like, fuck yeah, I totally missed that. I think I was actually working. That was, was all at night. Was it Friday or Saturday night or something? Saturday, Saturday evening. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, that was my last night shift before because I'm actually on holiday this week. Um, so yes, I did miss it. Um, but I saw a few people posting like Grace Dag and Conjuring Fate. Seemed to Conjuring, everything. That's why I wanted to talk to you just quickly yeah. about Conjuring Fate, man. They swept the, swept the boards, really. Yeah, no, I'm so pleased. I'm, I'll be quite friendly with Phil. And okay. the guitar and sort of um, he's a big driving force in the band. Him and I would chat quite a bit, um, and I'm, I'm really pleased. He put a lot of work into that album and yeah, a lot of time, effort, and money. So it's really good to pay it off. Same like Grace, the Eye Boys too. They did well, a couple of awards Absolutely. too. And it's nice to see. It's great to see your band sort of coming out and being recognised almost immediately. You know? Yes, so they're on a good path. Yeah, and they're doing the right thing as well. Their merchandising, everything is is really good. They're using great artists to promote their work. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep um, doing. Yeah. So Andy, thanks a million for coming on the show. Um, 
Miss you, buddy. Hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, meet up for a few beers. I was looking forward to the siege, actually, to meet up with yourselves and Sky Pilot and have some nice beers there. But look, it is what it is, man. And um, just is. one of just want people to stay positive. You know, there is an end to this, and uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Yep, let's hope so. Well, listen, thanks for having us on as always, and um, look forward to the next one. Okay, man. Thanks, Andy. Take care of yourself. Cheers. No worries, and that was Andy Clark of The Crawling. I absolutely love having Andy on the show. The lads are super band, as we all know, and they have a fantastic array of merchandising. So be sure to get onto their Bandcamp page and check out what's on offer there. Now, the last band are from my own home county of Cork, and they're called The Grief. They were formed in 2016 and they feature members from Cork-based metal bands Corvona and Faroon. Of the Grief play a mixture of doom-tinged metal with influences from all the aforementioned bands and they recorded a demo in 2017, I think. And on that release was um, Robert Farrow on drums, Kieran O'Leary on bass, Paul Quinn on guitar, Stephen Quinn on vocals and John Murphy on guitars. Robert has since left, and John drummed on the current EP. And that's who's drumming you're going to hear on the the song I'm going to play. But since that recording has been completed, Con Doyle, who we all know and love, has joined them on drums. Of course, I knew Con was... um, a drummer um, from previous interviews. That is some all-star lineup there. John is also the guy behind Faroon, and I've got news off John there saying they're recording a new EP for the first time in years, along with the other lads in the band who are working on a long overdue Corvona release as well. So it's a pretty creative time for them. The EP, uh, The Ascent, um, it's getting great reviews so far. Delighted that it's doing so well. Just about the Ascent EP, I contacted John about it and he said it focuses on loss and what actions we can take to accept it. The EP title was chosen to illustrate the recognition and shedding of events that one has no control over to become empowered in one's acceptance in what they can achieve and ascent to a greater higher position of knowledge. So that was released in February the 28th of this year and the song I'm playing is The Departed. It's my favorite song off it. It's a bit more up-tempo than the rest of them and it features all the topics discussed already with a focus on the acceptance of loss followed by the renewal of purpose through action. I think the vocals on this um, song are particularly brilliant as well. Thanks very much to everybody that listened to the show and I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a like, a share, and um, check out, as I said, the live video recording that I did with Andy on my YouTube channel. So stay safe. As I said, stay positive. Support your local metal scene. This is Richie uh, from the Metal Cell Podcast saying over and over.
Departed, but not defeated. 